0: Hey, I'm Zach, welcome to MNF Reps. Nelson Diaz is a key component in the DECA team from Spartan. For those of you who don't know, DECA is a 10 zone functional fitness event to test your strength, endurance, and mental toughness. Anyway, so Nelson works with Spartan and DECA. He is a friend of mine that I met at the 2018 death race. It was the first one that I ever did. It was not his first one, but we both didn't finish. He has not finished three of them. I have not finished two of them. And we are both participating in the 2023 summer death race in hopes of changing that. This is part of the media challenges that you have to do to get into the death race. You gotta submit some training videos, a video of you chopping wood, explaining why you wanna be in there. The one that I did is certainly unique. I think my my wood chopping is not I'm no Paul Bunyan, you know what I mean? The death race is an extreme endurance event that takes place in and around the mountains of Pittsfield, Vermont. You don't know what you're gonna be doing from start to finish, or you don't even know when the race ends. You don't get to sleep, it can last up to 70 hours. There are things that are built in. There's gonna be hard physical tasks, it could be 3000 burpees. We might have to crawl around the mountains in mud and you may have to walk around the woods with no shoes on and carry big heavy things. Might have to carry canoes or sandbags. But you're going to at some point be doing really weird and mundane tasks, it could be puzzles, chopping wood, picking up debris or brush from the trails in the mountains. The idea is to try to break you down both mentally and physically and to help break you down mentally. That's what the race directors are there for too. They're sitting there yelling at you, telling you how you're gonna fail and just overall not being very nice. And it sounds weird and it is, but finding the fun and the chaos and the misery is one of the big takeaways. There's plenty of comments that I get from people online that this is dumb and you're foolish and you're this or that, okay. I get it, it's not for you, but I would say if you did give it a shot and had an open mind, not only would you come out of the other side, whether you finish or not, a stronger person, but you also might have a different understanding of what tough is. So I am excited to participate in the death race again, and I know Nelson is too, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Thanks for listening. All right. So- Comfy? Yeah. I gotta tell you too, it's been- How many years since we've seen each other? Last time we saw each other, we were
1: on the side of a mountain in Vermont. I was curled up in a fetal position. You were curled up in a
0: fetal position next to me. <laughs> but you, so I got, yeah, I got taken out by, by the medics, whereas you were also participating on a broken foot. And I think you got eliminated because of the last round was like a speed round. And how are you going to do a speed round when your foot's all Yeah, jacked? so
1: I don't believe my foot was broken. But let's go with that version. It Makes me sound that much more. Yeah, that's what I in the video. So. Invincible. Yeah, that's
0: what we're rolling with. From what I understand,
1: the next evolution was prepared for twelve athletes to advance. Okay. Joe, what he mentioned was that he expected there would only be about nine. They prepared it for twelve, and there were still twenty-one or twenty-two of us left. So after fifteen hours of crawling under the barbed wire for the Guinness Book of World Record, which was twelve hours, and yeah. then an additional three hours for fun. Yeah. Joe straight up said, "Hey, kudos to everybody. Great job." But. We can only take max 12, so yeah. here's one more quarter mile lap. And, uh, top 12 move on, everyone else, great job. Man. And I did have a, 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 my skin was pretty raw from yeah. under, in my armpits, so I couldn't really go fast. I got to be honest with you, though, I really wasn't trying to. I was cooked at that point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's the thing, right? I, I learned a lot about myself that first one. I did, I did another one after that, and you've also done multiple ones as well. Oh, and 3 Oh and two. The record so. is oh and three officially. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, you're, you're in good company <laughs> or bad company. I'm either going to tie that. or hopefully I'll be. Listen, the goal is to get through it, right? And you know, it's funny because anybody that's heard of this or ends up asking about it always asks me, "Why do you do it? Why would you ever do that?" What is your answer when you get asked that?
1: That's a tough one to answer in a way that people will understand and sign on. For me personally, if I could just, personally for me. I'm going to step back real quick. When we were going to do our very first Spartan race, it was with our disabled athletes. We have a paralyzed teammate team, Tim Morris. That's how we found out about Spartan. We were doing Tough mutters, and a buddy of his says, why do Tough Mudders when you could do Spartan? Come over here. So that's how I heard about Spartan. Didn't know what it was, so I, I Googled Spartan, and the first thing that came up was this death race thing. So we're supposed to do a regular obstacle course race with our paralyzed teammate, and my eyes were drawn to, what the heck, yeah. a death race. And uh, I just said to myself, what if, if my wife signs off, you know, I'll do it if I can make this a fundraiser so someone benefits from my suffering. I'll do it. I forgot what my third criteria was, but anyhow, the three boxes were checked off, and that's what got me to do it. Now it was a thorough boat whooping. Clearly, I didn't finish that one. Why I keep coming back is because during that death race, for me personally and emotionally, psychologically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say even spiritually. There's just something about being out there, and you're amongst others, but you're on your own. Yeah, There's just something humbling and rich in an experience where you have zero distraction. If there's pain nowadays, there's ways that we can distract ourselves. If there's challenges, we can. The phone is such a distraction from reality, right? We got right. Where, wherever we have problems on the job, in the home or whatever. We pick up a phone. All of a sudden, you're not thinking about anything else. You're just gone for those minutes or whatever. In this three, four, five day, because you know, you, you don't know when right. it ends. All you know is when it starts and what you're required to bring. A- apart from that, you don't know what's going on. So you're going in with just a lot of questions and something about that unknown and being vulnerable, not like an emotionally vulnerable type of situation, but just where you're like, I'm a city boy, first of all. Yeah. So being in the mountains <laughs> of Vermont, completely out of my, my comfort zone. So, anyhow, yeah, I just keep coming back because for some reason, for me, there's something satisfying not the not finishing part of it, it's <laughs> not satisfying, but the journey.
0: I, and I know what you mean by that. You're not going there to not finish. The objective right. is obviously to finish. And both times that I did not finish, I learned a lot about myself in that and not, as you said, just from being out there and being around other people that were both inspiring and crazy strong and strong in ways that maybe it's not moving mountains in terms of picking them up or picking up trucks. It's like, strong mentally, strong spiritually, strong physically. It's just all the above. And it just, I don't know, man. It, there's something to that. I'm not, listen, I don't like being wet. I don't like being super dry. I don't like sweating. I don't like crawling. I don't like cold. I don't like, so I don't like all this stuff, but I get out there, like you said, and there's something to it. And the first time I did it, I was probably a little bit more, what, the, what am I doing? It was the fifth race I'd ever done. I haven't done a ton since, but... The second time I did it, I went in with a different attitude that I want to have fun. And I did, and I had a great time. And that's the same thing I'm going to do this time. It's something that Joe said to me on that first death race on the mountain, you get to do this, man. And yeah, I do. I'm really lucky to be able to do this in so many different ways. And I love the fact that I get to go and be uncomfortable for five days. Cause look, as you said, it's easy to be distracted or to say no to something because uh, there's discomfort involved. I'm seeking that. I want it this time.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's really exciting. It's a journey. It's unlike anything else. And you always walk away learning more about yourself yeah. than, than you knew and, than you knew coming in. And for me, some of the stuff that I found out about myself isn't pleasant. Me too. So that, and I'm like... Nelson that's still inside of you I thought you dealt with these things years ago I thought you've overcome these things Wow And being again Being in those mountains and those situations That they put you in That they put us in Reminds me how small I really am As an individual As Nelson Diaz The human I'm small Yeah Compared to Purpose Compared to This life and everything it has to offer And what I'm currently doing in my life so small and i need to get bigger if that makes any sense
0: no i agree with you listen there's times where the first time i did it the biggest thing i took away was how negative i was i was so negative i allowed that negativity to infiltrate me and it really affected the experience and not in a i wouldn't say in an overall bad way but there was times where if i would have been able to flip that and say dude this is relaxed like, you're here instead of, what am I doing cutting wood? Or why am I cutting this down? And now I get it. It's part of what you're into. The unknown and, and doing these mundane tasks is part of it. But I didn't know that at the time. So that is something where I step back and I said, maybe I let a lot of little things irritate me from my day to day. And I just tried to be, just try to identify them and move past them. And that was a big takeaway. That, that's such a stumbling
1: block for a lot of us because with negativity you generate energy yeah so a lot of us are used to that energy and that negative energy getting us by yeah but we don't realize that that negative energy zaps us in so many more ways than had we flipped it use positive energy which is longer lasting yeah you know what i'm saying yeah and yeah it it switches that we need to
0: flick upstairs. Yeah, and the other thing I noticed was how many people, especially this is the second time, there were so many people that were helpful and wanted to be helpful, and there were a few standoffish or egotistical people, and they all get cut down to size. Because look, it doesn't matter if you are the most conditioned or you're the best runner, it doesn't matter, at some point, you are going to be exhausted physically. And I think you come out of it just a bigger person with a better perspective. And I think that a lot of people would be surprised if they did it. Maybe they wouldn't make it, but they would be surprised at the wins they would find in the failure. I have a buddy from Harlem, Harlem or what a Bronx.
1: Anyway, he, he has attempted two death races and he's lasted probably two to three hours total, I believe, and he keeps coming back. So, like, essentially, you, he shows up, does the medic check, and gives <laughs> it his all. Yeah. And he has his own physical
0: issues he's dealing yeah, with, but, but he's, he's showing up.
1: And he's doing the best that he can. Dude, he's and it's he, inspirational. It's inspirational. And I'm hoping, I'm, I've been talking to him, I'm hoping he shows up for this one as well.
0: Man, I, I hope so too. There's a lot of people that I hope just are out there. I know that they're on the fence or they're saying, maybe I want to do it, but there's maybe I won't make it. So what? So but don't go in thinking you're not going to make it, but so what if you don't? It, there's no embarrassment in that. And at first, that's what I thought. I put myself through that, by the way. I wanted to show people that, A, you put yourself in these situations of a high probability of failure, and you fail. It's okay. The world still turns. You know, you, it can be a really good experience. Again, I didn't go in thinking, "All right, I'm going to last this long," and then that's it. You go as long as you can, and if you don't make it all the way through, guess what? There's another year. There's another time you can do it, and you keep coming back if you want. But that's what I'd say: go for it. Just go. Yeah. When go. people say, "I don't think I can do
1: that," I haven't prepared for
0: that. I- How do you know? That's all I ask. Well, how do you know? Yeah. Let's find out. I got to tell you, I basically with about a month is what I got to get ready for this. I haven't done any endurance. I haven't hiked. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care because I'm not going to go and make an excuse as to what worked or didn't. I'm going to go there, give it everything I got, have fun. And that's it. Again, I get to do it. I get to do it. So I'm not going to go and make an excuse. uh, Oh, man. Oh, man. There's no excuses. Guess what? I wasn't prepared. That's why I didn't make it the last two. I wasn't prepared. It was it was on the varsity, I was on the JV. That's right. all I could say. And I'm okay with that.
1: And you still walked away with tons of growth. Personal growth.
0: Yeah. And guess what? Rich
1: relationships.
0: Dude, to, we just connected for the first time
1: in how many years? Yeah. Was it 2018? 18, 2018. Something like that. And we reconnected through a friend that lives, what, a couple of blocks yeah, from a couple you blocks who from just me. so happens to know me. And it's, yeah.
0: Are you kidding me? I know people are like, oh, it's so dumb. You go, you run around, you do chores for Joe. Okay, that's part of it. But you're looking from the outside in, and I feel like there's people that want to say that because they don't want to do it, or they think it's silly. And it's fine. It's a possibility. It's none. fine, dude. It's no big deal. Then don't go. It, you don't have to go. And I've told people some of the things that we've had to carry out and they're like, what? Why would you do that? Why not? Yeah.
1: If you look at the uh, the list of professional athletes in different sports that have attempted death race and they wear a DNF like you and I do, a couple of them, that, that goes to show you it's not all about the physical. No. And then if you go in and you see the different shapes and sizes of people that do show up and they just are able to tackle the obstacle, get on the other side of it through tears sometimes and you realize
0: 90% of it is upstairs. It's the mental work. And that's where, and that's really where I hope to see the most progress for myself is that, and there's also things that I want to overcome. And while I'm out there, it gives you the chance to do that because you do have all this time alone. You're disconnected from technology and you're just in it. So there are things that I want to work out within myself as to building a path forward that I see for myself or my family. And I just haven't had the time to do that here because of distractions, because of responsibilities. And this is a way to do that. I'm looking forward to it. As weird as it sounds, I'm looking forward to being put in those situations. And it's something that I'm excited about.
1: Real quick, give me your craziest story from your two death races, whether it's something that happened in the process or when you came home, just something that related to death race that that for you was like, this is nuts.
0: I would say (laughs) this is not the craziest, but it was definitely the thing that jarred me the most. So after I was eliminated the first time, I passed out and Joe came and woke me up. So I just was in this deep sleep and all of a sudden Joe's yelling at me to hurry up and get up and do burpees. And I'm like, just totally not even knowing where I was. So that was one of them. And I think also, again, being handcuffed to somebody who had a fantastic story to tell about how she was changing her life. She was an addict and she was turning it around and she was building, wow. a, creating a halfway house and, mm. and helping other people. I don't know, and I just really, was just. I just felt connected to her really. And I was so just inspired by her and I probably didn't get a chance to tell her that enough. So hopefully she'll hear this and she'll know that she had a really big impact on me.
1: That's amazing. How about you? You know how far apart we live now. Yes. So I'm in Elizabeth live in Colonia, six miles, 6.2 miles, something like that. Is Elizabeth that came out of church, this after second death race, I think. And for some reason, it just made sense for me to jog home barefooted. During de- death race, we were in the mountains for I think 12, 13 hours, mm-hmm. tied in groups of 10, with 10 foot long, ropes around our waist, we're dragging each other up and down a mountain barefoot. Yeah, my second death race, and uh, it was horrible. My feet are so sensitive, miserable, anyhow. Post death, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm gonna jog home barefoot. It's only 6.2 miles, whatever. So I start jogging and I'm running hard. And I'm like, I'm gonna my feet are gonna get destroyed. I'm on concrete. I'm in the street. Yeah. I'm like, let me just take it easy. So I'm going. It's middle of summer. My feet are burning. So I discover the white line on, on the shoulder of the road. It's really cool. You could run yeah. that for days barefoot because it, so I'm running, I'm at a good pace. I'm going through from Elizabeth. Linden Roselle inner city areas. Yeah, I'm seeing hypodermic needles and right, stuff yeah. underground, and I'm like, oh man Should I be yeah, sure just keep going barefoot. So I'm jogging at a certain point I get the sharp pain that shoots from my heel all the way up to my lower back and I kept jogging. I was like, oh that hurt and then I look back I'm still jogging and I looked at the white line to see if there was a trail of blood if there would have been I right. would have stopped and then that's when I realized there's something wrong. The normal person, the average person would have stopped at the pain. Yeah. I kept going to see if there was blood. Let that be the reason for me. It just was at that point. I was like, death race is a little dangerous too, because you have certain mechanisms, you know, within you that kind of, hey, this is a warning. Hey, you know, this little bit of pain here, discomfort is to tell you, hey, you need to take it easy here. You need to do something. And for four or five days we're going through it and you learn to overcome it, but you still gotta listen to your body at times. Of course, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've had some issues where I stopped listening to my body just because I've gritted through it in the past. And
0: yeah, yeah I'd say that's a little crazy, a little insane. It's also about <laughs> creative problem solving, right? Like you said, you're running and you find that white line. That's, in death race, sometimes it's about either sleight of hand or it's finding these creative ways to get through it rather than just being a brute. Meet the criteria. Yep as yeah. creatively as you can, Exactly. as efficiently as you can, yeah.
1: saving as much time and energy as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Like
0: when they one time said, you have to go find these mushrooms. And they, they had them sitting out. And I'm out in the forest for who knows how many hours, <laughs> realizing I come back with something that I think is it. Nope. Realizing that they're sitting right there. They were sitting there the whole time. All you had to do is pick them up. <laughs> they were already out. And it's like, That's frustrating. Yeah, I'm like, man, but that's the thing. It it forces you to think differently. So it's not always finding the shortcut, but it's also maybe the solution is sometimes right there and you're just too focused on everything else to see it. And that's when I was like, gosh. And that actually got me penalized because I missed the cutoff Okay. because of that. So then... Yeah, I had to do some other, st- I was, look, I was still, I was fighting at that point, and then we, had, we were carrying a canoe up the mountain, and that's when I started to get, it hit me again, I was done. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it was a bummer. It yeah. reminds
1: me of any death racers watching this, the reason why I was able to get as far along as I did, which was not far enough, obviously, <laughs> but far along is because one thing I learned early on after a couple of mistakes was when you get to a particular area where you're assembled to do a task or whatever just stop and watch what everyone's doing. the mm-hmm. same instruction, but see how different people are tackling it. There's this one time we had this law, everyone had to go up the mountain with the log and uh, the instruction was to feed the porcupine quill. You had to bring porcupine quills <laughs> and feed it through the middle of the log. Were you there for that one? No. Oh, yeah, you had to feed it through the center of the log. If you split your log, you had to grab a new log, you had to go back up blood route, what, seven, nine miles, whatever, and yeah. back down. The sun would be gone, you'd be DQ'd. So there's yeah. no way, so you got a, a one, one and done a one and done, yeah, one shot. And so I'm looking, and of course, the requirement, we got axes, we got all kinds of uh, saws and stuff, and I'm looking at different techniques, and some people trying to burn a hole, other people trying to, with their ax carefully, or whatever, and I just had to think outside of the box. I was like, well, let me turn, I'm looking at this live. there's gotta be a way to do it. Turned it sideways, I just sawed it to the middle. And then had some thread, and yeah. was able to get it. It didn't go on the first try, but I got on the second try, I was like, Maybe they'll accept this. And they did. Because yeah. it met this it met the standard. It was and not a hole. It wasn't something through what you would think you'd need to make. And that uh, was just good enough to get me to
0: the next area of torture. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? I never thought when I I went in, I took everything so literally. And the second time I, I tried I even I did I even made that mistake the second time. But this time I want to start to take a step back. And there was one time where, you know, one of the race directors says, You have to tell me you have to tell me what the temperature is. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I don't know, man. I'm not a woods guy. You gotta figure it out. Oh man. So I'm sitting there, I'm not I'm trying to think about what I can do. And then after 20 minutes, I look, and on the side of a tree was just like a, a thermo like a temperature gauge, yeah, yeah. like whatever, like a thermostat. A thermostat. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, I couldn't think of it. Yeah, a thermostat. All you had to do was walk over and look at it. Yeah. And I'm like, God. They got me again. Yeah, I'm like, God, (laughs) man. Because I'm sitting there. Maybe you got to check the soil, and then you got to throw. No, that's nonsense. All I had to do was go look. You got to check out DECA. So you work for Spartan, although that doesn't mean you're going to actually know what's going on in the death race. But can you explain what DECA is? Yeah,
1: 100%. I don't know anything that's going on in the death race. Right. I'm in for the same surprises as you. Okay. I'm going as a regular contestant. Since the last time you and I met, a year after, I landed a job with Spartan. So I've been working since with Spartan since 2019. Okay. You'd think my training would be on point because now I'm but no, I'm working eight days a week, I'm, it's <laughs> tougher to train now, but uh, DECA is one of Spartan's latest products, it's amazing, indoor fitness assessment, essentially, 10 functional fitness zone, zones, DECA means 10 in Greek, that's yeah. where the name comes from, there's three flavors, DECA Strong is just a 10 zone, zero running, DECA Mile is the same 10 zones, preceded with 160 meter run, and then DECA Fit is the same 10 zones, but preceded with a 500 meter run So At the end, you've accumulated a 5K total. Oh, wow. And yeah, each have their own separate leaderboards, finisher shirts, finisher wedge, that's our DECA trifecta, Got it. and World Championships. This year is the second World Championships. It's gonna be in Dallas. Pretty amazing stuff, DECA.fit, D-E-K-A.F-I-T.
0: When it first came out, I actually wanted to do it, and I was gonna try it. Then COVID happened and nobody was going anywhere, which was awful. And I definitely want to try it. I don't, I think it's going to really beat me up at first because I'm not conditioned, but I don't care. I still want to try it, do my best, have fun, and then use that to improve.
1: Two weeks from now, here in New Jersey, I have two Deca Strong road shows for you to choose from if you're around the 16th and 17th. One's on Friday, one's on Saturday, both in Jersey. Okay. If not, I'll find another one for you. No, I'm
0: totally down with it. (laughs) Will I hit the leaderboard? No. Do I care? Everyone does. Oh, good. Will will
1: you be where you'd like to be on the leaderboard? That's another another Uh, question. I'm going
0: to say that right now, no, and I'm fine with it because it's not about... Even every Spartan race I've done, I've never... I'm not gonna win, I'm not gonna beat Ryan Atkins, I'm not gonna beat these people, I don't care. Like, I'm there for something completely different and I'm in awe of the way that they move and all these things, but for me, just finishing. I don't care if it's first, second, or last, it's still, finishing it's and finishing. And that's
1: one of the amazing things. Yancy, one of the co-founders, co-creators, I should say, of DECA, he always talks about finally having a finish line for your average person, a Spartan finish line. Anyone could come in off the street And finish a deck of strong. That's awesome. Because it's fitness assessment first. For those who turn themselves inside out, it's a competition. Yeah. But for everyone else, it's to really see to measure yourself, where am I? And to walk out of there with the finish time. And we always see people that are in the beginning of their weight loss journey, the beginning of the fitness journey that apart from something like this, would never tow the line to anything and haven't towed the line to anything in their life for the previous 12, 20 years. So it's really motivating. Remind me to send you some links. We got some amazing athletes that have shared their personal journey. Yeah. This one, April from North Carolina, she's in the middle of a 200 weight loss journey. And she did a DECA strong as her first DECA event. She got it done. And since she's doing a ton on her
0: own. Yeah, of course. But she's added DECA to her process and just seeing her growth is amazing. No, that is cool, man. Yeah, I definitely want to try it. I've been been wanting to. I thought it looked cool when it was announced and I still do it. I want to do that. And honestly, that's probably more of my wheelhouse than a death race or even a Spartan race, but in terms of what I normally do, but it's still something that's going to be up here. So yeah, it's because it's indoors. Yeah.
1: So a lot of people who go to the gym, they, they, it's yeah. climate controlled. They don't have to worry about rain, mud. They don't care about
0: <sighs> mountains and barbed <sighs> like wire. That. Yeah. And OCR <laughs> side.
1: So it's really meeting people where they're at and giving them a
0: proper assessment. Awesome. So well, There you have it. Nelson and I are both doing the 2023 death race in Pittsfield, Vermont. You can check out Deca, Nelson Diaz. Thanks, man.